Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to Me So Asia. I gotta slow that down a little bit to make sure people understand, you know, <laughs> how the podcast is called, you know, whatchamacallit, Me So Asia, bing, bang, boom. Anyway, you read the title. It says, emergency rooms take forever because it's true. I didn't know how real that statement was until I went through this last week. The whole purpose of this episode is to tell you what happened last week and why I didn't put out episode eight last week. I am so, so sorry. You couldn't hear additional shenanigans from me. There's always something going on in my life. And last week was a reminder that it's never a dull week in my kingdom, unfortunately. Or fortunately, keep me on my toes, whatever. Anyway. I like to say we came a long way, actually. I was looking at all the different podcasts that I've done. I was looking back a little timeline. I was like, oh, we went ahead and went to the first episode, which was me introducing myself. Episode two was my failed engagement. It was just a disaster. Um, episode three was my Las Vegas nightmare. If you haven't listened to that, that's a little bit crazy. Episode four is like the downfall to my previous relationship. And that's titled, He Kicked Me Out. Because technically, he did. Technically, he really did. Um, episode five was, I have a male roommate. I do. You know, you can listen to that. Get a little insight on our living situation. It's unique. And it's still working out so far. So I'll give you an update on that soon. Um, episode six, I tried online dating. And it was the OkCupid okay app. And um, I think you should go ahead and listen to that as well. Also, episode seven, I went ahead and had a vulnerable moment and explained about my eyebrows. I I would like to say that they're not real. <laughs> or maybe you could say it's real now. <laughs> it's a part of me. But now we're on episode eight and it's titled Emergency Rooms Take Forever. And they do and I will explain why. Well um let's go ahead and go to my little origin story, okay? So I am I think I'm pretty darn healthy, you know. <laughs> I used to, back in my day, I used to work out all the time. I used to be athlete. I used to be a cheerleader. I did volleyball. I ran track. I didn't really take my sport seriously until high school. That's why I took it really seriously. But I was always active since elementary school. I've done some type of sport. Always been so active. So... Fast forward past my high school graduation. Now I'm adult now, 18. And I was still going to the gym. However, the main difference of my activity in grade school versus like when I hit my adult years is the cardio, my physical activity. It just went all the way down. I still weight lifted, but um, it just went down. And of course, since I was not as active, not burning so many calories. I wasn't that tiny hundred pound girl anymore. <laughs> I started packing on so weight, but with weight came my womanly curves and I'm very happy with it. Um, I'm still trying to get used to this body. I haven't been, I, I haven't been this shape, this size my entire life. Always been slender, very fit. Um, and very toned. And now it's a different turn. Um, something get used to. I am very, I would say, soft and feminine now. <laughs> uh, and something get used to. I low-key do miss my abs. I low-key miss that. But um, I know what I can do to get it back. But I just got to find a time and two, stop being so lazy. I'm going to curse right there. I'm going to hold that back. So now since I'm an adult, I've been, I would say, involved in my work life now, um, different careers later, different promotions later. I am a little more busier now. I work about nine to 10 hours a day <laughs> at my job. Also, I have other ventures that I do. I indulge in the stock market the foreign exchange market, and I do like to do Bitcoin as well. Those are my little side little thingy things. 
Another thing I do on a site as well, I give my input on apps and websites. So I guess I'm a what user experience type of, I would say commentator, I would say. So I just tell websites and different app development companies what they can do to improve what I liked about, you know, their website or app, what I didn't like, um, what lights here or there, um, what shines in this area, what does not. So I just talk, which is the best thing I can do, <laughs> talk and give my opinion. And hopefully my feedback is useful enough to improve, you know, their work. Um, another thing I do is, you know, social media stuff as well. So I always say I have 511 jobs because I just like to stay busy, honestly. Um, I like multiple streams of income, you know, and um, I'm still deciding on if I want to monetize my podcast or not. I'm going to keep that in the back of my mind. But um, right now, I kind of like not having to record any ads because <laughs> that, that sounds not fun and it sounds like a lot of work, you know, to get a cool and like exciting ad on your podcast. So whatever. Anyway, I like multiple streams of income. And I just like to say that I do my jobs, I would say every day, I would say. Yeah, just about. I do just about all of them every day. Um, the Forex and stock market, it feels like it's 24-7, you know, it's always running. But of course, you know, um, they close on the weekends. I think Bitcoin still runs over the weekend or whatever. But just about every day, I am doing so many things. And um, I have a dog, so I got to be like a little nice fur parent as well. And um, I try to squeeze in exercising as well. However, like I said before, since I hit my adult years, my adult years, I haven't been as active like I used to be because I was running, I was jumping, I was doing so much physical activity. But now that definitely slowed down. Now it's just straight weightlifting. So what I try to do is I try to set aside about an hour or like 30 minutes if, if I can to do workouts from home. Um, I've been looking at, I would say, what dance routines like Zumba and all that stuff so I can get my heart rate up a little bit. Um, you would say I'm a pet owner. Yeah. And why won't you just go walk your dog? Well, news to you. My dog doesn't walk. <laughs> My dog is spoiled. That's my fault. Um, she doesn't act like your typical dog. She does not like walking. Um, she does not like to pee outside. <laughs> so I set little pee stations for her in the house and she goes there. And my dog likes to be carried. She likes to be cuddled. She likes to be cradled. So yeah, my fault, whatever, big deal. It, she's 12 now, it's done. Anyway. So that type of exercise is out the window. So I do not walk my dog. So I do ab exercises at home because, you know, I want my stomach back. I want to be really fit and toned now, which is flat and blah. And um, I guess I can appreciate that, whatever. But um, I, moral story is I try to be a little bit physical when I can. Um, I am a very organized person. I'm looking dead at my calendar about all the stuff I plan to do every day. <laughs> Um, like I said, I think it's the first episode I said, I am a planner. I plan for the day, the week, the month, the year, and years out. I just like to do it. So that's how I'm able to manage my time for all the 511 things that I do and try to squeeze in this workout stuff. So, of course, for some reason, I was just going so hard the past couple weeks, <laughs> just to be honest. I try to squeeze in fun here and there and try to go out with um, a friend or two and I'm just back to work. And I try to pretty much work as much as I can because there's stuff I want to do with my money in the future. This, All of this is my master plan. It's as clear as day. I try to write down my goals and stuff and I just see my vision in my head and I'm just trying to work a little bit faster to get to my goals, if that makes sense. So I was going really hard the past few weeks. So I believe, was it 
not last week, but the week before, what is it? Now I got to pull up a calendar to get my dates right because um, everything popped off. I would say, what is it? Oh yeah, there it goes. So the week of September 14th, which is a Monday through the 18th, ends on a Friday. That week I'm talking right there. For some reason, those five days, I was going super hard at work, everything. Like, I don't remember me taking any breaks that day. I don't remember going to sleep early at all. I don't remember working out. I do not remember anything but work, work, work. And um, my regular job, like I said, I work about nine to 10 hours a day. But that week I was pushing like a good 12. <laughs> I I can't remember what it was. I think it was a deadline for something or my supervisor wanted something to be done. And I was just being um, a star player, I guess. I'm being really dramatic right now. I was being a good team player and trying to help out the team and get it done. So I was going really hard that week. Um, I had my other obligations I was trying to do. I was doing the most that week. So Friday, the 18th, um, I was doing my regular job, my regular daytime job. And around noon, actually, I had some intense chest pains. It felt like a person was pushing all their might, or I would say pushing their weight um, on my chest. And another person was behind me and pushing on my back. It felt like pressure from two areas. And it was my upper chest and my upper back. So the pain felt like it was straight through, if that makes sense. And I went ahead and laid down, actually. I remember it was so much pain that I didn't feel like sitting in my chair anymore. Like, I have a big, comfortable work-at-home chair. I have a nice, you know, spacious desk. I have plenty of room. I can stand up and um, use, what is it, uh, my little stand-up desk thing. It's like an adjuster. I could stand up and stuff. I didn't have the energy to stand up, actually, because I thought I was sitting down for so long that I was going to change my position and stand up. But no. Mm -mm. So I laid down. And my job, we have like a IM, like a what, Microsoft? Not Microsoft, Skype. We have a Skype IM. So I remember I was hearing my IM go off because that's how me and my coworkers communicate fast. Instead of picking up the phone and texting each other or calling each other, we can use the Skype real quick because your computer's right in front of you and just message and call each other and video chat, whatever. So I remember I was hearing my video chat go off, but I was in so much pain that I said, fuck this job. Fuck this job. Um, I am in too much pain. They got the weight today. So I laid there. Um, I, I know somebody would probably say, oh, take a nap and resume work later. Actually, I was in so much pain that I didn't want to take a nap. Um, so I laid down for two good hours. That's how long it was. Um, I couldn't do anything but lay down. It was just so painful. But the longer I laid down, I would say every, I would say 10 minutes went by, the pain got a little less bearable. Yeah, bearable. So by, what, 2 p.m., I was okay again. I was like, okay, that was strange. But I have a confession to make. Um, I normally get chest pains, I would say every few months or so, just to be honest, over the past year, I know, bad. So it, I felt like it was just a regular episode of stress, in my opinion, because I'm just so used to it. I just go ahead and lay down, mind my business, and I'm okay again. So I didn't think nothing of it because it was something I experienced before. However, the one thing that alarmed me about what happened on the 18th was that um, I laid for, normally I lay down for about 10 or 15 minutes and I'm good. This time was a whole two hours and it felt a little more intense. I say, eh. So it was, I was a little bit alarmed. Um, I told a few people about what happened that day and um, I got a little scolded. I got lectured, everything, but I was being stubborn and I say, nah, 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 I'm good. So after I got off of work that day at 4.30, I went to the grocery store, walked it off, and I felt really good. Then I walked it off, got my groceries, did my thing, thing, thing. 
Um, the next day, Saturday, I was okay. Not a hundred percent, I would say. And I tried to go out and do some fun activities with my friend. And then Saturday, uh, what I do? I think I worked a little bit, one of my other, you know, thinking things and chilled out for that day. So I was okay that day. Come Monday, what day is that? I gotta check. What was that the 20th, I guess? These darn calendars. I lied. Ha ha ha. Monday is the 21st. <laughs> so Monday came around and I'm, you know, back working my regular, smegular day job, you know, working my nine to 10 hours a day, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden around, I would say it was towards the end of my day, actually, around, was it four or 3.30? Yeah. Around four or 3.30 last Monday. I felt another chest pain. I was like, great. Like I said before, I experienced this, I would say, every couple of months or so for the past year. I never had two incidents in the same month before. So that's what triggered my concern a little bit. I was like, Ugh. I experienced this Friday. It took me out for about two hours. It came again. What is wrong? So this time... I decided maybe I should go to the hospital because I was told by multiple people that I can't go to a what's called a cardiologist unless um, I got a recommendation or something like that or a referral from a doctor or emergency room or somewhere. I, I, I had to get permission to go. So I was like, okay. So I decided to go to the hospital, which I don't like. It's a thing about me in hospitals. I do not trust hospitals. Uh, I have my suspicions. I I feel that they don't have our, well, my best interest at heart sometimes. I feel like the bottom line is the dollar, just to be honest. That's, that's just me. Debate me on it. I don't care. But I don't really trust hospitals, and that's the last result. Um, I don't, if I'm experiencing pain or something like that, um, that's not my first action. I don't run to the hospital for any and everything. I make sure that I can do something that's going to prevent me from going. And if I can resolve my issue on my own without even going to the doctor, that'd be great for me. That's my thing on that. Uh, so for example, if I broke my arm, something like that, okay, of course I'm gonna go to the hospital. But if I'm experiencing like a migraine or something like that, or a rash mysteriously appeared. I'm going to see if I can do something else to take care of that, if that makes sense. So I went ahead and told my roommate that I am going to be, you know, cooperative and I'm going to listen to everybody's advice <laughs> and go to the hospital. And he was on board for that. So he asked me when I wanted to go and I was trying to tell him at the end of my shift, but he knows when I get in like a working mode, I don't like to stop working. <laughs> so good on his part. He knew when to stop me when um, I was ahead pretty much. So he just said, no, 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 no. I can get ready to go ahead and go with you to the hospital. Um, we can leave at four. I was like, Ben. So then I was over here trying to stall because um, like I said, I do not like hospitals. So I was over here trying to do everything else but get ready. <laughs> I was over here taking a shower, you know, uh, washing clothes, folding clothes. I baked some cookies. I was not trying to go. <laughs> and um, he saw past that and he was like, you can go ahead and try to distract yourself all you want, but we still go. <laughs> so um, he asked if I was okay enough to drive. And I was like, yeah, because one thing about me is that I don't like to ask for help. I'm like to ask people to do stuff for me. I like to do it myself. So I know I sh probably should have told him that I'd rather be a passenger, but no. <laughs> Knowing me, I want to do everything on my own. So I was like, no, I'm good. I'm good. We're going to drive my car. We got this. And he was like, okay. But I suggest I cut that all the way off. I was like, no, we're going to take my car, whatever. So we hopped in a car. And then, of course, I barely go to the hospital. So in the DMV area, okay. I never been to the hospital yet. I, I don't I don't know what the best hospital is. I'm not too sure, you know, um, where to go. 
I was lost. So um, he suggested a certain hospital <laughs> that I will not name, but let's just say that I didn't want to go there. <laughs> I did not want to go there. But he claimed that they were pretty good and he trusts them. And I was like, have you been there? He said, no. I was like, well, <laughs> how are you going to trust them? But anyway, so I was, uh, I was in agreement, I guess. So we decided to go to this hospital and I heard about it, but I never been to it. But I know where it's located and I was not happy about where it's located. <laughs> oh, man. I'm probably describing this as vague as possible and people are probably guessing who I'm talking about. But anyway, so um, on the way there, the GPS took us right to the emergency room entrance, but on, like, no, not on, across the street was the parking garage. So I mean, I pulled into the parking garage <laughs> and I looked at, um, was it the little meter thing? Because you had to get a ticket out. And I was all like, hold on, <laughs> I'm coming to a hospital, okay, because I might need some help and I got to get a parking ticket to pay for a parking? I was livid. I was all like, uh-uh, no, mm -mm. I think it went up about two hours an hour, $2 an hour, I think it was. And even though I got 50, 11 jobs and stuff and I got other obligations, I'm stingy. I don't, I don't want to pay for parking if I don't want to, <laughs> no, what the? No, you over here gonna take my insurance, probably got paid copay later on. Like you 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 got enough money for me, like bruh. But anyway, <clears throat> back in character. So <laughs> I took the ticket, even though I didn't want to, uh, found a parking spot, and then I was trying to delay going inside. I'm over here trying to find my mask, because you know, gotta wear a mask everywhere these days. And uh my roommate <laughs> knows me pretty well. We know each other since middle school. Um, he was like, let's go, really. So we got out the car, walked across the street. And uh, once we got in the hospital, um, of course, it was certain areas where you could enter in that. All the entrances wasn't available to you. So we had to go through one entrance. Um, the hospital, um, I would say the main area we were in, it was very big and clean. Um, their receptionist, you know, ready to assist, I would say. And then um, it was a hallway to get to the emergency room. And I asked him, I was like, can I just walk on in? Because the door looks secretive. Like, it looks secretive. Like, <laughs> had, like, caution tape and, like, emergency on. I was like, can I even go through this door? They're like, mm-hmm, totally. So I went through the door. And, of course, it was everybody and a mom in there. Um, it was about a good, I would say, 20 people in that waiting room, I would say. And my roommate came with me. And, um... He went ahead and sat down and stuff. And then um, I went up to the counter and then the lady took down my information, like, you know, my name, address. Um, what else she's asked me? Oh, my name, address. And of course, why was I there? So I told her about, you know, my little chest pains and how often I get them. And she looked at me all crazy. And after I got done talking about my little spiel, about my little health concerns and stuff like that, she looked at me. <laughs> She looks like she was old enough to be like my mom, actually. She looked at me. She was like, girl, you you too young to be having this. Like, if I was your age, you know what I'd be doing right now? I'm like, please, please don't go into those details. So then she laughed. <laughs> and then she said, you're all checked in. And then she said, now come with me. I was like, bet. So she took me through to the back. Yeah, she took me to the back. And then she took me to this... um. This other waiting room, I would say, is like a singular room, I would say. And it was this big comfy chair. And she said, you wait in this chair. I was like, bet. Oh, I forgot. Before, before she took me to the back, she gave me a wristband. Yeah, a wristband with all my information on it, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fast forward. <sighs> I went ahead and sat down in the chair. And didn't tell me what was going on. Because like I said, I don't go to hospitals. So... This lady came in and she had a machine <laughs> and she was all like, did you take your test yet? I was like, nope, I don't want to test you. I don't know what test you're talking about. And she said, okay. And then she left real quick. And then another lady came with the same machine and she was like, 
I'm gonna perform your test. I was like, okay, what what test? And I think it was like what the the KG whatever thing, the KGT. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. It's it's, it's some tests, okay? So she said, um, can you pull up your shirt? I was like, oh what? Pull up my shirt, girl. I didn't shave my belly. Like my belly's hairy. Like what? She's like, oh no, I gotta put these um. I don't know what it's called. It's like these little sticker thingies, okay? I don't I don't know, okay? I am like the least medical professional that you, you gonna you're gonna hear. I'm sorry. <laughs> sticky thingies, okay? So she's putting the sticky thingies on me. And then she said, after I put these on, because they gotta go in certain areas on your chest, I'm gonna hook these cords up and we're gonna monitor, you know, your heart rate and stuff. I was like, cool, 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 cool. So she was like, relax in the chair, because I was tense by that point. As soon as she said, pull your shirt up, I said, mm -mm, hold on, you didn't get me no dinner yet. Okay, but I left my shirt up, and then she put the little stickies on. It was like a good, like, 8, 10, I don't, I don't remember. It was like two, was it like in my little, the corners of my shoulders, I guess. I don't know, corners of my chest. And then it was, I think it was two right above my boobs, and it was like um, a couple underneath my boob, and like, I think it was like one or two on the side of my my stomach, something like that, um, in that order. So she went ahead and hooked the cords up to me, and she's like, relax and just breathe as normal. And then um, I was trying to give her deep, long, you know, breaths, whatever, and breathe, you know, pretty good for her. And then um, after like, a what, 30 seconds or so, the machine printed out, I guess, my little heart rate thing. And then um, she unhooked me, and then she said that, She's gonna she's gonna keep the sticky thingies on me, just in case they gotta run it again because she said she have a feeling that they're gonna run it again because they want to check you know the progress of my you know heart rate I guess whatever. I said like, cool 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 and she's like wait here I was like bet. So then I was chilling there because I guess they gotta um what sanitize the next station and send me to it at, I guess. So um another nurse came in. And no, time out. After she left and came, she left and came back and she took me to another nurse. There it goes. Took me to another nurse and the nurse was asking me just regular schmegular questions. So she was asking me like some COVID-19 related questions such as, um, was I exposed to anybody in the past 14 days? Do I have flu-like symptoms? Um, did I travel anywhere in the last 14 days? Because I guess they were trying to diagnose is this COVID-related, but I'm here to tell you, hunty, no. So she finished her little questionnaire, and then she was like, we're going to have to take some blood. Um, after we take your blood, do you want additional tests ran on your blood, or do you want us to do like the standard tests? I was like, um, do whatever you please with my blood um as long as I get some results she's like bet so then after I got questioned by the nurse she said naked wait in the waiting room I was like oh okay so I waited in the waiting room for my uh, roommate and um I told him what happened back there but I learned the hard way that they was gonna keep calling me back and send me back to the wait room <laughs> the whole time but whatever so after I waited for like about 30 minutes or so they call me back again and um they took me to like an examination room and um it was another nurse and um she was feeling on my chest a little bit you know she was like did this hurt did that hurt um she went ahead and listened to my heartbeat I guess uh what else um she was asking me additional questions about how does the chest pain feel where is the pain when does it occur and stuff like that. And so I was answering the best I can. Um, I was like, it feels like pressure. It feels like the pain is like straight through my chest and comes out my back. Um, it's not really too bad, but last Friday was a little more severe and blah, blah, blah. So after that, she was all like, we're going to have to take your blood. After your blood, we're going to take some um, x-rays of your chest. And then we're going, you know, run the little KG test again as well. And then um, she said she'll keep me updated, which was a lie. <laughs> that was hot. I called it Hollywood talk. 
So Hollywood talk means somebody is just, you know, blowing smoke up your ass and just telling you what you want to hear. That's Hollywood talk. So she gave me a Hollywood talk and said that she want to be there with fight for every step in the process and she's going to keep me updated. Lie. So she went ahead and put me in the, not put me, that sounds bad, but she put me in the hallway in like a little waiting area instead of like the regular um, emergency room waiting area. And I waited to get my blood drawn. So there was a lady next to me and she was doing sounds like she was going to throw up. I said, I ain't got time for this. So finally they call her like a minute after I sat down and took her to the back of x-rays because homegirl was about to heap. Then after that, um, I got called over and I was going to get my blood taken by a different person. So I went ahead and went to the blue blood station and then um, it was this cute little uh, guy. He looked younger than me, honestly. He looked about 21, I would say. I don't know, 21, 23. <laughs> and um, I've got, what's his name, John or something like that? I don't know. It was a very generic name. And, um, or oh, was it Jeremy? I don't know. It was a J. So <laughs> he was like, yeah, I'm going to take your blood today. I was like, bet. So then I was trying to, you know, call his bluff because I was all like, nurses that take my blood, they always miss on the first uh, go. He's like, oh, not me today. I was like, I'll see. And I had to do that because I want them to not fuck up, honestly. <laughs> I don't want them to fuck up. So I, I put pressure on them like, hey, everybody missed and they low-key do. <laughs> I'll say about 90% of nurses be missing on me and we got to use my other arm and and that's that's not fun. But anyway, so he was he was confident. So then he was all like, before I take your blood, no, 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 time out. He pulled out, you know, the little um, utensils and stuff you got to use, the, the tools, I don't know, the tools he got to use to draw my blood. And um, I saw he put a little IV thing. I said, mm-mm. Mm -mm -mm. he's like what and I was like you must take an IV in me he was all like yeah you know just in case we gotta take blood again you know I, I was all here like what probability is it that y'all gonna take my blood again he was like well most people get their blood drawn again you know so we could do additional tests I was over here like bruh so then I so then I said is this IV gonna hurt he's like no 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 well I don't think so and I was like oh my gosh and then I was like, do you work? I was I was kind of giving him a run for his money. So I was like, do you work fast? Like, how often do you miss? Like, do you really not miss? I was grilling his ass. And then he <laughs> he kept smiling and laughing. He's like, trust me, I got you. I was like, okay. So so I consented to the IV. <laughs> and um, I turned my head because I, I don't want to see it go in, honestly, because I'm, I'm, I'm a flinch. And don't judge me. I got all these piercings and piercings and tattoos, and I still don't like getting my blood drawn, and I do not like to get shots. Do not judge me, whatever. Anyway, so I turned my head, and then he was. I felt him, you know, um, what tying off my arm, I guess, and then you know, sanitizing my little skin area. He said he found the vein, and then he was like, "It's right here." Blah blah blah. I'm over here, like blah blah blah, whatever. Don't miss. Anyway, so I <laughs> looked away. And he said, do you want a countdown? I was like, hell no. Nah. You know, if if you find it, you know, stick it in there. I'm, I'm going to try the move though, but do what you got to do. So he went ahead and did it. And actually wasn't too bad. So after he um, got it in, got his little blood samples, he went ahead and I would say taped it off because he, because it's left in my arm and um, he tucked it up, I guess, because it's like a, it's like a long tube piece where they connect the little, was it blood valves too, I guess, the little valves, to, whatever. So he tucked it all in to make sure it's not dangling everywhere. And he's like, there you go. I was like, what? That's it? And he was like, yeah. And then by the time he was done, another nurse came over and she gave me a 600 milligram ibuprofen and some water. I was like, bet. I was like, cool, thanks. And she was like, um, anything else you need? I was like, nah. And then I was like, low-key, though, um, 600 ain't going to do shit for me. <laughs> and she's like, that's that's going to be the correct doses for you. And I was like, oh, okay. So I took the pills, took the pill, and I drank the water, and um, I was Gucci again. So then um, another nurse came, a different nurse, and um, she was like, we're about to run your um, 
your KG test. I, I think I'm saying this wrong. I think I am saying this wrong. Okay, but it's the KG test, whatever. So I still had stickies on me. So I went ahead and laid back down in the chair again, chillaxing. And she hooked the cords up and um, she turned it on, chilling there for like 30 minutes to a minute or so. Boom, the little printout came with my, what, my little heart rate and stuff. And she went about her merry day. And she was like, wait here for a second. And I was like, bet, okay, I'm, I'm going to see the doctor something like that. I'm, I'm about to be chilling. Nope. So <laughs> around this time, was it? I've been at, I've been in hospital for like, what, two hours now? Because I got there around like five. Yeah, about five. So by, by this point, it's seven now. So I chillax. I thought I was going to see, you know, a doctor next. Lies. So they went ahead and see me back to the big ass waiting room and my roommate is still chilling there. I was like, okay. So he was all like, what happened? Told him all that stuff. And then um, I think at that time it was like a game playing, I guess. I forgot who was playing, like the Saints or somebody. So the game was playing or whatnot. So I was watching that, trying to pass the time. And then um, soon as you know it, I got called back again. I forgot how long I was in the waiting room. So I got called back again because this time I was going to get the chest x-rays. Okay, so I went to the back with a nurse and she was really happy and stuff. I was like, ooh, good. Pump my mood up because at that point I was getting a little bit hungry, like a little bit. Um, Yeah, so we went to the x-ray place and she was like, take off your, what was it? My necklace. So I took off my necklace and then um, it was like a little board big ass x-ray machine she was telling me how to pose in front of the machine so they can get like the best results whatnot however i got a little stupid ass iv in my arm so every time i move my arm I, I just felt it i just i just felt it maybe i just don't like a iv in my arm <laughs> and i am like what's hypersensitive i guess because is is in there and I know it's in there and I'm not liking it. Maybe that's why I felt weird. But every time I move my arm, I just ugh, it was just so much. But anyway, so I went ahead and um she said stand with my back away from the machine and like um lift my shoulders up slightly or whatever. So I went ahead and did it. And then she said the next one I want you to turn to your side and um lift your hands up and put it on this little it was like a little rack above me. And I thought it was too short, but luckily, no, she she adjusted it down. So I couldn't get out of that. So I lifted my arms up and I really felt that IV. I was like, oh, hell no. And then she was like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot you had that in your arm. Try to do the best, you know, you can, you know, without feeling too uncomfortable. I was like, bet. And then um, I did it. She took the picture real quick, whatever. And she's like, you done? I was like, bet. And the whole time I was in this emergency room, I made sure I loaded my hand up with hand sanitizer because hell no but anyway so after the x-ray i sat in the waiting room for a long time this time i think i finished a football game i'm just kidding now but um i waited in the waiting room i would say because now when i went to the x-rays and stuff and came back now it's about a good 7 30 now i would say and um I waited for a long time after that. And I remember a nurse came to the waiting room and checked on me. She's like, how's the pain now? I arrived to the before the hospital, the pain was a five. When I got to the hospital, it was a three. By that point, when I was waiting in the waiting room after the x-rays, it was about two. So I was like, it's a two now. She's like, okay, cool. So I guess when I said that, they're like, we ain't gonna worry about her that much. So she went by her merry day. And I was there for like an hour or some change, I guess. And during this time, I was waiting in a waiting room with my roommate because he was still there. And all of a sudden, it was like the security officer or whatnot. I don't know. She had a badge. I don't know. So she came over and she looked at my roommate, looked at me, and she was like, who the patient? I was like, me? Who asking? And she was so like, me? I was like, okay then. And um, she was like, I'm asking because um, only patients can be in the waiting room. Uh, nobody else can wait with the patient. And then in the back of my mind, I was over here like, you saw him sit in this waiting room since five. Now it's about 8.30 and now y'all want to say something? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, he understood and he was like, yeah, I want to start no trouble. If I got to leave, I'm, I'm just going to leave. It's cool. 
So I gave him my car key so he could wait in the car and blah, blah, blah. So he was gone, not chilling in the waiting room for like about what, another 30 minutes or so. Yeah, because now it's like about nine, I would say. And I got called to the back again. And um, the nurse, he was all like, you're going to like your next destination. I was like, why? He was like, because you want to be in the room. I was like, for real? So he took me to the back, back, back. And he took me to like this um, examination room. And it had like a big bed looking chair. And then it was TV. Like, I can change the channel. I was like, hell yeah. So anyway, so he got me in a chair. And then, of course, um, he asked if I was okay. He was like giving me some screener questions and whatnot. He was all like, all I want you to do is just relax. I was like, for real? He's like, yeah. I was like, oh, hell yeah. So he left the, well, before he left the room, he dimmed the lights. I was like, oh, yes. And closed the door and, and let me be. I was like, yes, I think it's the most relaxation I got. So I was literally chilling in that room, relaxing, chillaxing, watching TLC for about a good hour. Because by the time it was like 10, yeah, it was about 10. So while I was chilling, watching TV, minding my business, and keeping my arm still because that fucking IV was on my nerves. Anyway, in comes the little doctor guy. Yeah, doctor. Yeah. He came in and I'm not gonna lie. He was a little bit cute. <laughs> he was a little bit cute. Uh, I'm, I'm not too sure. He looked like, he like a hairier, like Chris Evans, I would say, right? Is is that the Captain American guy? Yeah, he, he looked like him. <laughs> a little bit hairier. He had a little chest hair going. I was like, okay. So then, he came in and he was all like, how you feeling? And I was like, well, I feel better now since you. <laughs> and he was all like, well, that's great. I'm glad I can help. And I was all like, so what you see, you know, what's the tea? What's the deal? And he was like, honestly, everything looks great. Nothing is alarming. Um, why are you having these chest pains? How often are you having them? Can I know the backstory? In the back of my mind, I'm over here like, and nobody communicated to him about what I said. I feel like I told the story like over and over again. But anyway, so I told him about, you know, how frequent they would be. How do they normally feel? And the key question he asked me was, when does it normally begin? I was like, dang, that's a good question. And then he was like, another question, uh, where does it normally start? Like, where are you at? Like, when is it happening? And I realized it's at work. Like, <laughs> every single instance that I can think of, I was working, actively working, and I have to stop. So then I was all like, well, it looks like these are pain-induced. And he was like, well, I'm glad you came here because we want to make sure it's not life-threatening right now, but um, your life is not in danger. It's not any... It like it's not immediate medical attention that you need right now. It's not like you're having a heart attack or an aneurysm or something like that. So we can rule those out. And he was like, "But the chest pain still concern me. I'm gonna need you to go ahead and get a trusted physician. Phys physician? Oh my gosh, these words. The country's coming out. A physician? I would say, yeah, 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 physician. <laughs> get like a family doctor or something like that. And they can monitor, you know, these chest pains. So we can go ahead and see a little bit further, I would say. But he said his main goal or their main goal was to make sure that nothing life-threatening was happening to me at that moment. Like I was having a heart attack or something, which I wasn't. So we're good. So that's what he suggested. And then <laughs> I think he tried to play me. So uh, while we was talking for like a good 30 minutes, but anyway, uh, when he was talking to me, this dude said, so do you normally get stressed at work? And, and I was like, yeah, I, I feel so. And then he was like, do you work a lot? Like, do you do a lot? So I broke down, you know, what I typically do. Like I said uh, earlier, you know, stocks, foreign exchange, you know, my regular job, you know, uh, me giving my reviews and blah, 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 blah. So then homeboy said, why are you working so much? Like, is is there something on your mind? <laughs> and I was over here like, yeah, I'm trying to be successful. <laughs> and then he was all like, 
you know, can you squeeze in like some rest time or something like that? Because, you know, it's unhealthy to be working so much. And then I was all like, oh, I, I, I will calm down when I'm successful. And then he was like, but no, seriously, find some relaxed time. I was like, relax? What's relaxed? <laughs> and then um, he laughed it off, of course, because at that point I was being silly and I want to get out of there. So then he was like, all in all, I just want you to, you know, find some stress relief methods, um, get a physician that you trust so they can help you monitor, you know, your health and your chest pains and everything like that. And then he was like, in a personal suggestion, I suggest that you should get a therapist. So just in case you have a little pent up aggression or frustration, you have somebody to talk to about it. And I was like, interesting. <laughs> and I was like, I, I will keep this in mind. And he was like, I'm going to print out some documents about some stress relief measures. And of course, you know, give you print out like your test results and you should be on your merry way. I was like, bet. So he left and um, I waited in that room for additional like 30 minutes or so. <laughs> just about yeah 30 minutes or so because at this point it was like 10 30 11 now and um a nurse came in with my papers and stuff and then like she was doing like these follow-up questions with me and I was all like we done she's like yep I was like can you please take this IV out <laughs> and she's like I got you so then she removed it and it felt like somebody slapped me <laughs> that hurt but anyway so she took it out and I was in a way better mood by then and um before I left I was all like um nobody took my insurance card I got insurance um I want y'all to treat me like no scrub <laughs> she said oh yeah 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 and she was like nobody took your insurance um card out the front I was like no I guess they thought I had no insurance but <laughs> that's a lie so then she was like I got somebody that can help you with that so I went ahead and um went to it was like a nursing desk I guess in the back still and um this guy did it for me so he went ahead and filled out my information and at the end he was like I know you want to get that insurance card and I was like absolutely but anyway so we got that figured out and then I told my roommate that I was out and I darn sure wasn't gonna walk outside by my lonesome around like 11 o'clock at night <laughs> no no and, and my arm hurt like I can't if something happened, I, I can't fight back my arm. My arm, ooh, I can't. But anyway, so I went ahead and called my roommate. And by the time I walked to the lobby, he was back from walking from the uh, parking garage across the street. So he, we could walk over him. I know I carry a pocket knife, but I'm sorry. But something popped off. We was both going to ask me. That's all I got to say. Because <laughs> my arm was hurt, okay? My arm was hurt. So... We went ahead and went to the car and then, um, uh, don't judge me. We went to, uh, McDonald's <laughs> for my pain and suffering from my pain and suffering. I had to go eat that greasy ass food in the middle of the night. I know bad. I, I obviously didn't learn my lesson. I didn't learn my lesson at all. So pretty much the moral of the story is. I just need to go sit my ass down somewhere and, and go take a chill pill, honestly. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thank you for listening to episode eight, Emergency Rooms Take Forever. Because it did. I was there for like, what, five to like 11 p.m. at night? Like, nah, no bueno. But all in all, I'm glad that I was able to get down to the bottom of things. I'm glad nothing major is like needing my attention right now. Like, I'm not having heart attacks or whatnot. Well, I don't want one, but um, I'm going to monitor this. I'm looking at um, different doctors I can trust because I don't trust hospitals. Um, so I'm going to see if I could find like a, what, private practice or something like that. I don't know. I'm looking for somebody that I can work with and monitor, you know, um, these chest pains because it's something that I got to look into. It's not normal to have random chest pains um, every other month. <laughs> Just to be honest, I'm laughing now because it's it's funny now, but then I was I was not laughing. And um now what I'm doing, I'm going to change my diet a little bit because I realize, you know, since I'm struggling to exercise from home, these little 30 
minutes, like an hour, I can at least change the way I eat. So when I do get the chance to work out, these workouts are more effective because me eating these McDonald's and Smashbox and Steak and Shake and Shake Shack and whew, it's not healthy. So, <laughs> oh, five guys. I like that place. Okay, anyway. It's not healthy. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go on a little vegetarian diet. Yay. And see what happens and see if I see any improvements, especially in my um, fitness. I would say my body, my mind. I would say the chest pains, my skin. Maybe my skin might clear up because I'm always down to get clearer skin just any overall improvements that I can get from this diet change, that would be great. So I'm switching over to my new diet officially. Was it Thursday? Yeah, this Thursday, October 1st. And um, I'll probably give a update on how that's going as well. And I'm thinking about doing like a little vlog series of this vegetarian journey. Show you all what I eat, what I try to eat. <laughs> Tell you about how I feel, give you like my weight my body progress or whatnot give you an update on my skin probably it's gonna be an overall experience that I'm gonna document because I when I'm trying to do something and I research stuff I want to see results and hopefully when people look up my little journey they can see the results and what I went through and they could probably mimic that or probably alter what I'm gonna do. So just me that's my little spiel but Thank you once again for listening to episode eight. The emergency rooms take forever. I cannot wait to do another podcast for you next week without delay. You can catch this podcast on YouTube as well. And my YouTube channel is Asian MK. And that's where I'll post my little vegetarian vlogs as well. You know, Another thing is that you can follow me on my social media at Asia and K Charnay. It's been fun, y'all. Until we meet again, toodles.